This is the Business and Couples Podcast with Shari and Andre. Shari and Andre will share with you what it takes for couplepreneurs to thrive in their business and in their relationship. They address those challenges that are unique for couples who are in business together. Shari and Andre have been a couplepreneur since 2002 and know firsthand about the challenges couples in business face. And now, Shari and Andre. Hello and welcome to another episode of Business and Couples with Shari and Andre. I'm Andre. And I'm Shari. Hello. And, and we have a great topic that we're going to be talking about on this episode. It's about couplepreneur conflict. I love that topic. Yes, because it's something that all couplepreneurs can identify with is conflict. We can identify with it, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we sure can. And so we're going to be... First of all, looking at what is conflict, and we're going to be looking at conflict, even the value of conflict, and we're going to look at what we call constructive conflict and destructive conflict. We're going to be looking at some of the sources of conflict, and then how to move past the conflict so that we can have productive reaching of goals and objectives as we go forward. And we're going to be looking at how we can move past the conflict to keep our focus on the goals and objectives that we have as a team. Anything else you want to add to that, Sherry? No, I, I just find that conflict, when used right, just brings about such a better better results. And we've seen that over our 18 years in business. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So before we get in, though, to the value of conflict, let's talk about what conflict is. And Sherry, if you had to define conflict, what, what would you say conflict is? Well, you know, conflict, I'm not talking about fighting and disagreeing. It's really just conflict is having, you know, opposing ideas or, um, you know, different thoughts and opinions on um, something that you're talking about and wanting to accomplish. Yeah, so there's like this clash of these opposing ideas. We're not talking about fist fighting, are we? No, 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 we, no, no, no. Just the actual clashing, you know, whether it's spoken or sometimes it's unspoken. Right. That's another situation when there is a withhold uh, inside of a conflict. So and we might cover that on a future episode of, of our podcast here about dealing with withholds. And because those things can really, you know, have a detrimental effect on the ability to thrive as a couplepreneur, which is that's what we're all about is thriving in business and in the relationship. So let's look then at conflict, maybe from a way that a lot of couplepreneurs have not thought about it, that there is actual value in conflict. And, we, you know, we call it constructive conflict. And uh, this constructive conflict can actually be very beneficial because we do have different ways of looking at things and different ideas. And yeah, we, so, we bring, I mean, totally different perspectives to things, you and I. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when we bring those different ideas, we generally get a better result. Yeah, we, we definitely do. Definitely do when we are bringing the different ideas together and willing to listen and, and, and value and respect each other's different opinions. Yeah, so even though our ideas may be in opposition to each other, by looking at your idea and looking at my idea, we might come to a better idea than what either one of us had to start with. 
And so that's that's really the key. So there's there's value in conflict, and we call that constructive conflict. But there's also the opposite side of that too. And what would you say about destructive conflict, Sherry? Well, destructive conflict is you still have opposing ideas and you're not open, not listening. And then you're just standing there with your idea and it's something that all you're thinking about is this is my idea and it's the right one. And um, you're not listening and you're actually just defending your, you know, the idea that you have. Yeah, so it's like you're defending a position. It's you're attached, as you as you mentioned, to an idea. So there's no openness or receptivity to any other viewpoint other than your own. You know, this whole thing about being right is one of the things that human beings struggle with because we have a need, really a need, the way we're made up as human beings to be right. Yeah, and I think. <laughs> I always look at it from the flip side, as you and I usually see that, and we look at things from a different sides. I think that it's as much of a need to be right, it's a fear of being wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're exactly right. There is this whole piece, well, if I'm not right, I'm wrong, and so I don't want to be wrong because that means probably that I would look bad. And or so, something would go, go wrong in the business or go wrong at home or, you know, we just don't want anything to go wrong. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's destructive conflict because that causes an impasse and you can't break through that. So there is this constructive conflict and then there's destructive conflict where there is this attachment to an idea because we have these opposing or different ideas that are clashing we can either have it be constructive or we can have it be destructive. So then, I guess the thing to explore then is, is how the conflicts actually come about. Like, what are the sources of conflict and, and what causes a conflict? Well, you know, if you look at it, it's you're trying to accomplish something, right? You want to, you um, are trying to present something to a prospect and um, you have a way that you want to put together the proposal, uh, whether it's um, the offerings or the pricing, and, um, and then you, you know, away you go, you have different opposing ideas. Okay then, so let's explore then what are the sources of conflict. And Sherry, what would you say like maybe the main source of conflict that causes this clash of differing ideas and opinions? Well, one big thing, like main source, is the different behavior styles. I have a very hard driving, want to get to the end uh, just before we even get started. And you like to approach things in a very methodical way and look at things step by step and get into the details. And, you know, when I'm under stress, that could really cause a conflict because I know this about your behavior style and you know it about my behavior style, we're able to value and appreciate it. And it actually allows us to go through things in a very good way. Yeah, so it's not like we change behavioral styles. We're kind of stuck with the behavioral style that we are, so to speak. And it's recognizing our own behavioral style and having appreciation for each other's behavioral style. And also, too, 
even though like I have a behavioral style that's very methodical and I know that your behavioral style is one to really charge forward, I can adapt my behavior in certain circumstances. And when I'm able to do that, sometimes that even eliminates conflict before it begins. Exactly. Same here. And once again, the diversity in behaviors and ways of approach, when we allow that to happen, brings back such a, a better result. Yeah, and as the saying goes, you know, there's a time for everything under the sun. So there is a time to be methodical and there is a time to be charging forward. And so having really, it's worked well for us to have different ways of going about doing things, we get a much better result when we utilize and take advantage of those different ways of approaching things. You mentioned stress as being another source of conflict. And stress can be a really, really big source of conflict because oftentimes when stress is present, especially when there's a lot of stress present, the emotions are also heightened. And what impact does that play on conflict? Well, under stress, you're just not thinking clearly. And you, I know when I'm under stress, it's really hard for me to adapt to your behavior style and value and appreciate it. And my hard driving even comes on even stronger. So when it's under stress, it's a real, we're really ripe for conflict. Yeah. <laughs> and destructive conflict. <laughs> exactly. And so it's important to realize when stress is present, being able to observe it and distinguish that stress is present. And then another source of conflict is, is wanting to be in control just the need, like, I want to control, I want to dominate, I want to be top dog, so to speak. And when that kind of situation is the source of the conflict, that can really elevate into something that is very, very unproductive. Yeah, that's another destructive conflict. Yes, very, very destructive. So the big question then we have now is, when dealing with conflict, how do we resolve it and move past it? Because one thing I'm very clear on, if the conflict is not resolved, then you take that home with you and it's unresolved there as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no, oh, we leave that at the office. If there's unresolved conflict, it's not going to be pleasant at home. Yeah, so the, so the key is, is to resolve the conflict. And it doesn't even mean that you come to a conclusion. It just means that you have found a way to move forward on whatever the conflict is. And so you might not even have the agreement of what's going to be done. And though to move forward, you have an agreement on how that's going to look. So when we look at how to move things forward, one of the most important things to keep in mind is to be able to look at things from the other person's point of view. Absolutely, because if you're stuck in your own point of view, you'll never get anything um, moving forward. Okay, so we've looked at what conflict is. We looked at constructive conflict. We looked at destructive conflict. We looked at the sources of conflict. I think we should now shift gears and look at, well, how do we move things forward in the face of conflict? So there's a methodology to do that. And the first part of that methodology is just 
having the willingness to move things forward. So when we talk about the willingness to move things forward, whether you take a break and come back again to talk about it or whether you take care of it right now, the thing that comes to, at least one thing that comes to my mind is that you might have to give something up. You know, we had talked earlier about being attached to an idea or to a concept that if you have an attachment to something that you won't let go, it's going to be difficult to move forward if you're just clinging to that thing. So giving something up means, okay, I'm open to looking at and exploring another point of view. So whether you take a break, which is which is great, and sometimes you might not have the opportunity to take a break. And it's very important to keep that concept of, I want to be willing to give something up. And then there's what we call playback. And, and Sherry, this is really, really key and can work not only in situations of conflict, but in other situations as well, in terms of giving feedback and you know having productive conversations. So, so what, what do we mean when we say playback? Well, playback really requires you to listen. So if I'm really attached to what I want to say and my opinion, I'm not listening to what you're sharing. So when we start using playback, that means I really had to process and digest and understand what you were saying. And then I'll play it back to you to make sure that what you, what I'm saying is actually what you meant. So it, playing back allows me to understand what you're saying and then you hear actually what I'm hearing. And it may be the same or maybe right or I may be on target. And it really allows us to just look, hear what the other person is saying. Yeah, so what I hear you saying in that is you really get over there with your partner and listen from their point of view. So it's not just listening to the words that they're saying, it's also listening to the experience behind those words that they're saying. It's being completely over there. You know, oftentimes when we listen, we're actually listening to ourselves tell us about what the other person is saying versus actually listening to the other person. So in playback, it's getting over there with the other person so that you are listening to them newly to what they have to say. You know, um, when you were saying that, I, I was thinking about when I'm closed and you're talking about an idea, I'm actually listening for where you're wrong. So I can go ahead and tell you where, where and why you're wrong and why my opinion is right. So, um, so playback really works because I stop thinking about how I can defend my position and listen to what you're saying so I can really understand it and then express it back to you. Yeah, you know, sometimes when we have those kinds of conversations, I know even for myself, I'll catch myself saying, okay, well, how can I listen so that I can make you wrong? And I just can't wait for you to shut up so I can get right back in there and just tell you about, you know, why you're wrong about something. And that here again is not going to move something forward. That's actually going to really build up a brick wall. Right. That creates that destructive conflict. So we have to go back to, are we willing to move things forward? 
Yes, willing to move things forward. And then there's the whole piece about keeping the overall vision in mind when there's conflict. And to be present to what's important in achieving that overall vision. Because sometimes, you know, we can get so far down into the weeds that we can't see the big picture because we're down into the minutia. And when there's a conflict and we're down into the minutia of the conflict, we can lose sight of what's really important. Right, right. And that happens too often. And that's why it's, it's always great to take that, reflect what, what are we trying to accomplish, what's important. And a lot of times that really helps with being able to give things up. Yes, it does. I know in putting together proposals for clients, sometimes you know we'll look at it and say, "Well, I don't like this," and "I don't, we don't like that," and we talk about all these different things, and then we get down to asking, "Well, is this going to really make a difference in the client being able to see the value of what we're bringing to them?" And a lot of times, the answer is no. It's not going to make a hill of beans about that. So it's really important to keep that big picture in mind. And then also, too, in resolving conflict, you know, one of the things we talk about is your partner and you should have specific roles that you have in the business and have those roles clearly defined. So when you have those roles clearly defined, sometimes there can be a conflict that's actually in your partner's wheelhouse, so to speak. And so when that happens, there's this whole piece about, well, is there trust in the relationship that will allow your partner to really make the decision about what is going on in the role that they're fulfilling? Yeah, and if there isn't, and you can't, you can't support that decision, then there's more to talk about than just the one point of view that you're clashing on. Yeah, so the bottom line is that we want to have confidence and trust in our partner for, to fulfill on the role that they have taken on you know, in the business. So then there's one other thing we can talk about is as having agreements. And it's really an agreement of how you're going to approach conflict. And for us, I know one of the things that we have, we talk about all the time, and you just mentioned it, is that if we're at an impasse, let's take a time out and come back and pick it up later when we have more clear-headed thinking, less stress, less emotions. And so we have that agreement, and we know that, that we're going to do that if we get to an impasse. Yeah, and, that, and we do that in business and in our personal lives. Yeah, we do. And so you can create just simple agreements. Another agreement that we have is actually the manner in which we talk to each other. Mm -hmm. We have certain agreements about the language we're going to use and how we're going to say uh, not say certain things uh, to each other because we know that it kind of rubs the, each other the wrong way. So you can create these agreements that you're going to have about how you're going to resolve conflict. And it works out really well when you are present to the agreement and you have the willingness to actually abide by the agreement. And all those things need to be decided ahead of time when you're in a good state of mind and, and, and you know, you're just collaborating on how do we want to work through a conflict when there is some. I'm sure you know as couplepreneurs, uh, you have conflict and there's good conflict and there's stuff that you may be 
now thinking about, you remember back in, you know, 2002 when you did this? That may still be there. So conflict can be very beneficial and it can be very destructive. Yes, and so the whole thing is, is to resolve it and what we call get complete on it, like it's done, and then we're moving forward. And that gets to the whole piece about supporting the decision. No matter what the decision is that you make as a team, collectively together, it's that you support that decision. So when it comes to a decision and we agree on it, it then becomes our decision. It's something we're doing. It's not something that I've decided that I'll do it Andre's way and then I'll wait so I can see that it doesn't work out and I can tell him, well, see, I knew it wouldn't work out. No, it's we've come to an agreement and it's our decision and we both own it. And it feels really good when we do that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it's really supporting the decision. It's both of us are 100% behind whatever conclusion we come to. And that's really the beauty of resolving conflict is that you actually come to a conclusion and you both are behind whatever the conclusion is. And then you're able to move forward and, and keep going with the business, keep, you know, enjoy your, your time when you finish working because you're in things together. Okay, so we invite you to take on some of the things that we shared with you about how to resolve conflict and move things forward. And we look forward to having you join us on our next Business and Couples podcast.